0: Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives
1: from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Holger Scheiger and Zohar Fischer. Zohar is the founder of Tech & Law in Israel, which is the legal tech department at his consulting firm, Robus. Robus. And Holger is the managing director of Infotropic Media, a publisher and provider of information services located in Moscow. And he also serves as the president of the European Legal Tech Association, a consortium of law firms, legal technology companies, and individuals focused on driving the growth of legal tech in Europe, which is hosting its annual ELTA conference in Tel Aviv on November 29th for which Zohar is the Israeli ambassador. Holger, Zohar, great to speak with you both. Great to be here. Great
2: to be here with you, Ari, and uh, Mr. President.
1: I am looking forward to this conversation and hearing more about the event. So, Holger, tell us about your background and your mission as president of ELTA. Well, I'm not a lawyer.
0: Uh, Let's start with that. But I worked for more than 25 years with lawyers, so I was small. I started in publishing, professional publishing, working for large international publishing companies in the legal business space, and in 2009, I started my own small publishing company, also focused mainly on lawyers, on the legal profession, and that's how I came into that legal business. And a couple of years ago, so starting from 2015, I got more and more involved in legal technology because, well, I'm interested in the future of the legal profession. And I see without technology, there will be no real future. So I'm interested that lawyers will be making money for the next 10, 20 years when I'm still in business because lawyers are making money. So that's my interest in legal technology. And... While legal technology, I came into ELTA, started as an ambassador for Russia for ELTA, joined the board in 2020 and was elected in 2020 as the president for ELTA. And my mission as president is, of course, to bring ELTA forward to continue building the community of European legal tech, legal innovation enthusiasts, and provide a platform and educate people about what's available on the market for those who want to become more efficient.
1: Zohar, tell us about your background and why Tel Aviv is an ideal place for the upcoming ELTA conference.
2: I'm an attorney and I'm a happy attorney. And the reason for me being happy is because I left the profession. I'm still doing a very, very limited amount of legal things, but I left the profession and I'm focused for the past decade or so. Well, decade, that's a lot of time I'm getting old for, in legal marketing. And for the past five plus years, Also in legal technology. I was in a conference about half a decade ago in London, uh, uh, which has nothing to do with legal technology. Um, A friend of mine told me there was a conference dealing with innovation in law. It was 2014, something like that. And I jumped in and I felt like Alice in Wonderland. I felt like an attorney. I worked as an attorney a few years in one of Israel's largest law firms. And I felt like Alice in Wonderland falling through the rabbit hole And all of a sudden, seeing technology which could have assisted me so much while being an attorney, and it was back in London, and I said, there is no way that the startup nation of Israel doesn't have a very good technology innovation center for the legal profession. So I came back and established Tech and Law Israel, and a couple of years later, I was really happy to find out about ELTA, about the European Legal Tech Association, and submitted our wishing to work with them as the Israeli ambassador. I was very happy and fortunate too, that Elta picked up the, this glove. And ever since we're trying to push forward about the Israeli legal tech industry, which is still relatively young, having said that, it's doing quite a lot of work in the, in the pool. If we're speaking about Logix, if we're speaking about Litigate, and if we're speaking about a few other companies, Daryl, for example, which were either purchased or merged or doing very well. In full disclosure, I myself am a co-founder of a legal tech company called Lawflex, which is an ALSP alternative legal service provider with more than eight hundred attorneys, which using a lot of technology. So I'm in it above my waist in the legal technology field, and I'm really happy that Board of ELTA decided to have and to set this annual conference here in Tel Aviv. Because Tel Aviv was, it wasn't me, Eric, wasn't me. Tel Aviv was chosen by, I can't remember right now, I think the Legal Technologies as one of the best 10 hotspots for legal technology and legal innovation world. And I have to agree, there's a lot of enthusiasm in the Israeli startup nation for legal technology. And there is understanding that the startup nation innovation nature can do a lot in the still blue ocean of legal innovation around the world. So I'm really excited for people from all over the world to come to TLV for the conference and meet persons here on the ground which are not necessarily legal tech fans or legal innovation enthusiasts. They're just people who are looking for the next big thing. Once upon a time, it was cybersecurity. Afterwards, it was fintech. Maybe now is the time for legal
1: tech. Holger, what can attendees expect at this year's event? Well, since it's taking place in Tel Aviv at the end of November,
0: much better weather than in the rest of Europe and a lot of fun. But if you look at the conference agenda itself, this year we choose as a leading principle, let's get practical. So you have a lot of legal tech, legal innovation conferences in Europe, in the world, uh, with a lot of people talking about uh, why you should become more innovative, why you should digital transform your uh, law practice, your legal department, uh, your, your court system in the country, why you should use technology to become more efficient, and so on and so on. But very few concentrate on the practical side. So you hear a lot of why, but very few People mention the house, and that's where people get stuck. So they understand more and more people understand why they should use technology. It's becoming a no-brainer, especially during the pandemic, when people realize without at least a small stack of technology, you cannot practice law with all the restrictions. So people understand they have to do something, but now they are lost because they don't don't know where to start, what to do, what's the plan, what's the what's available on the market in terms of technology. And that's something we want to change so the, if you look at the agenda of AltaCon 2022 it's like a blueprint for how to transform your law firm your legal department or your legal tech startup you are not uh, concentrating only on the consumer side also on the vendor side where do you start how do you, can you use so even if you look at the keynote which usually is usually something very from a helicopter view on on the industry we have even a very practical Keynote on AI, but not AI, how AI will change the legal profession and robots will take over. It's uh, really, you can take a tool. We have Dr. E.O. Schnark of IBM, and he will show people how they can use a tool which IBM provides free of charge to people, how they can use it and build without any programming knowledge their own AI models in the legal domain, in document analytics. So that's a really practical stuff. People can go out, use that tool and really get an understanding how AI works what AI can do and what it can't do. So that's very practical. And you have some kind of, if you look at the agenda, it's some kind of blueprint or checklist, what you can do, finding the right solution, developing a legal tech strategy, developing a business model for your legal tech products, client facing products. Business development for technology companies, that's also an an issue. If you look at the market, it's harder and harder to get clients, harder and harder to get funding. So you have to have a very solid business development model. We are talking about industry standards for efficient and innovative legal services. And we have panel discussion about law firms versus new law companies and a legal tech outlook. So it's a very interesting, very practical program that's what people can expect. And for the second day, if people want to stay for one more day in in, in Tel Aviv, we have a two-day tech nation showing how Israel is developing the technology, not only legal technology, how a rather small country is constantly punching way above weight. So that's very interesting because everybody's looking at Silicon Valley and nobody really has or was able to copy that. Everybody wants to have their silicon whatever in their country. But if you look at Israel, which is a small country with probably limited resources, and if you look what they could make out of that country, that's very impressive. So somebody can get back to their home country and say, okay, we are in the same position. Let's do what they did.
1: Zohar, you mentioned Startup Nation, and Holger has been referring to this. Given Israel's popularity with startups, will there be a unique focus on that area?
2: Absolutely, and, and it's funny, I'm, I'm correlating to what Holger just said, because every global event which is mindly attached to technology is affecting the startup nation here in Israel. Just for example, we've just announced that Facebook is going to fire a few thousand people. Facebook has a huge R&D center here in Israel. So the vast majority of the largest companies in the world, close to 180 of them, has R&D centers here in Israel, employed by uh, tens of thousands of of people here in Israel, and being called the startup nation for for a reason. More and more companies are coming to Israel and opening their R&D centers or developing their next product. And coming back to the conference, in the conference in the following day, we invite the guests coming all over the world and of course coming from Israel for a startup nation tour It's going to be hosted by one of Israel's largest law firms, which is going to be a few short lectures about exactly what Holger said, how Israel became a startup nation, how to develop it, how the government is assisting on all that and pushing forward. And after all the questions and answers and what's going on here, there are going to be a few fascinating, hopefully fascinating meetings between young startups in different fields, not necessarily legal technology, We're looking for food tech, we're looking for reg tech, for fem tech, interesting companies who can open up the eyes of the participants. And afterwards, additional one or two meetings with technology companies, well-known brands that the participants can come, meet, ask, inquire, get some inspiration when they're coming back home about how to take an idea and evolve it and push it into a large company. And it's not necessarily just the nature of the people. It's also the pushing forward. Just as an example, the number one country that its companies are traded on NASDAQ is, of course, the U.S. The second country is Israel. Israel has the second highest number of companies traded on NASDAQ. There is a very large distance between Israel and and the U.S., but still, we are there. So I hopefully some of this inspirational thing will go into the Startup Nation tour, which once again is going to be on November 30, the day following the conference itself.
1: Holger, given that this is the first live annual event in several years, how has Elta's programming changed over the past few years? Well, we
0: always have been very much oriented on, on practical advice, but this year will be really different compared to previous years. So we had uh, a couple of uh, offline conferences last year. We uh, did it all online over three days. And we had a lot of different different topics uh, with smaller presentations. So this year we really want to go into the nitty gritty of uh, setting up a strategy, uh, setting up business models for legal tech vendors and for law firms and uh, legal departments. So that's something we want to go To ELTA members and non-members participants of the, the conference and show them how to make their first steps. Because if you look at different market research, lack of knowledge about available tools, the lack of knowledge where to start is probably already the number one reason why the creation or the adoption of legal tech is still slow. Probably something that an organization like ELTA during their work and and during a conference can change.
1: Zohar, what are your responsibilities as the ELTA ambassador for Israel?
2: The whole thing about ambassador is, first of all, it's volunteering. It's volunteering and I think that it's not just volunteering. We need to pay money for that. It's all about getting into a very extensive network of people who are interested in innovating and advancing the legal sector. And it's So much fun to be in such an environment because I'm using the ambassadors almost on a bi weekly basis. Because if I have any question whatsoever to a general topic somewhere in the European Union or to a specific topic somewhere in a specific country, there is someone who is up and running and lurking in and looking at everything that has to do with legal technology in its country. And it's a huge amount of information and it's being able to access expert knowledge on a country-specific base and to have a networking, well, in the past three years, it was virtual networking, but real networking to assist on a day-to-day basis. And also not just with regard to legal technology, also with regard to just legal questions, usually associated with startups or technology or m transactions, which you need just someone that sits on the side and says, all right, that's okay, you can go ahead. And beyond that, as an ambassador, you have a full possibility to propose webinars, roundtables, and workshops. For example, we are currently working on a webinar which is going to be at the Middle East, specifically the access to justice in the Middle East, which is going to be hosted by ELTA. And it's a very easy and fun to work platform. I really enjoyed the time. And I have to tell you, after being at ELTA for the past five, six, seven years. It's not just fellow ambassadors. Some of them became friends. So it's really a fun thing. And it's a fountain of knowledge. Think about it. Every specific question you have whatsoever, you're being given within minutes. So I really
0: recommend it. The ambassador network for Alta is probably the, the most valuable asset. So we see the ambassadors as the boots on the ground and those countries where we have ambassadors. So that's the, the, the link between Alta because Alta is an organization a pan european organization but you need somebody on the ground uh, in the local who's very much integrated into the legal to the legal uh, or legal tech community the local legal tech community and that's what the ambassadors provide so especially in a continent like europe so it's more than 40 countries with different legal systems with different uh, levels of development of the legal system of the legal tech market so it's important that you have somebody who understands what's going on in Poland, in Germany, in Spain, Italy, Israel, and so on. And of course, you can always reach out. And that's very important. And you get a totally different perspective. What's going on in Europe? And we also, are well, starting as well to extend that network beyond Europe, because Europe is part of oh, the European legal tech market is part of the global legal tech market.
1: Holger, how do you see legal tech in Europe? evolving, and how can people learn more about the ELTA conference? Legal
0: tech in Europe is part of the global legal tech market. So it's not legal tech vendors or legal tech startups in Europe, or doing something different. Workflows in a law firm or a legal department, all the same all over the world. So European legal tech companies are working on uh, tools to automate that, uh, those workflows. But you see the number of European legal tech companies is growing. So it's around if you combine legal tech, law tech, rec tech, and tax tech uh, into one big category of automating the legal profession, then you have about 3,000, 3,500 legal tech startup in Europe. So that's quite a lot. And they are going more and more internationally. So you see that, that trend in Europe that a lot of European uh, legal tech startups want to expand into other countries. First, they start in, within Europe. Uh, so. I don't know, a Polish legal tech startup might want to go to Spain. A Spanish legal tech startup want to go to, wants to go to the US, to the UK. But more and more, they are looking at other markets as well the Latin American market, Asian market, US market, of course. That's the largest legal tech market. So European legal tech is becoming more and more, and more part of the international, the global legal tech market. And it's evolving, it's evolving like the legal tech sector in, in general especially after the pandemic, people understand that they need legal technology. So that really gave a boost. So if there's one silver lining from the pandemic, it's probably that lawyers finally understood that they have to use technology. And you can learn about Altacon at the website altacon2022.com. All the information and join us, come to Israel, come to Tel Aviv at the end of November. You won't regret it.
1: This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Holger Scheiger and Zohar Fischer, both of whom are involved in the upcoming ELTA annual conference. Holger is the president of the European Legal Tech Association, and Zohar is the Israeli ambassador for the event. Holger, Zohar, thanks so very much, and best of luck with the conference. Ari, thank you so much. It was great.
0: Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals Podcast. Visit reinventingprofessionals.com or r.e. to learn more.